Okay, well, I'm always telling you that one of the reasons we like to lie on our backs when we do these lessons is that you are in no danger of falling. So a lot of our uh, muscular system, a lot of our, under the direction of our vestibular system, is very much occupied with keeping us from falling over. We are intrinsically unstable creatures, which gives us a lot of our mobility and... Um, mobility and a whole lot more. There's, um, gosh, I wish I could remember all the precise scientific details of this, but I can't. But it was a little thingy I saw on the internet, which was about the question, why do we have brains? And um, this researcher who was talking about it, his theory was, we have brains. It's not Moshe Feldenkrais, it's someone else. We have brains because we move. Uh, and his proof was a particular animal that lives under the ocean, and it's got a brain, but at a certain point in its life cycle, it attaches itself to a rock, so it no longer is moving around in its environment. It doesn't need to know where it is or make a decision about which way to go. Uh, and when it attaches itself to a rock, whatever it attaches itself to under the ocean, it, um, it uh, sort of consumes its own brain. It doesn't need a brain anymore because it's not going anywhere. So that's his theory, a very interesting theory. So here we are right now. You are like the uh, that animal, plant, whatever it is, attached to the ground. You're not going anywhere. Um, and I always say we do this so that we're not in any danger of falling over. But one of the things we're going to do now today is find all of the possible ways lying on the floor that you could fall over, even though you're lying on the floor. It's very safe. You're not going to fall very far. And then we're going to turn that into a more and more kind of um, controlled or gradual or even reversible process. So how can falling be reversible? Reversible means at any point in the trajectory of a movement, you could just as easily turn around and go the other way or go in a different direction um, as continue the path that you're on. And that idea of reversibility has something to do with freedom too because it's kind of the, it's kind of the zone in which you have some choice. If you're doing an irreversible movement, which would be, for example, jumping out of a window, then once you've started, there's only one place for you to go and there's not too much you could do about it. Um, but the things we do today, we're going to turn that kind of movement into a reversible movement. Not exactly that movement, but that kind of movement. So go ahead and roll onto your right side. Lie on your right side. And you might want some cushions under your neck or, yeah, under your head. Flat cushions, yeah. And as you lie on your side like that, ask yourself, is there anything you can feel that you are doing that is preventing you from falling over? Are you conscious of doing anything to prevent yourself from falling over? Or does it feel like you're perfectly stable where you are? And let's do a couple things to increase our instability. So straighten out your legs. Make your legs long, straight below you. And take your left arm and rest it alongside you. 
And now do you feel like you're doing some work somewhere to keep yourself from falling over? And can you find that work and can you stop doing it and let yourself fall? And which way would you fall, forwards or backwards? You fall either forwards or backwards. Oh, we're going to go one for each, one forwards. You could probably fall either way. And this is probably for you now. Not a reversible movement, and it's not even gradual. It's got, right? It's got a certain, it starts slow, and then it speeds up, and then there's no turning back, right? And feel where it starts from. And I think you've even both tried both going both ways, so uh, you can fall forwards, you can fall backwards. If you're having a hard time falling forwards, then you'd uh, take your bottom arm, your right arm, and just lengthen it overhead and rest your head on your arm, and then you would be even more unstable. Depending on what your head has to roll on, you might be subconsciously more reluctant to fall backwards. You can feel that for yourself. That's a very healthy, powerful little reflex we have, not to smash our skulls. Great. And then make yourself that little bit more stable again that you get if you bend up your knees, right? That's really why one reason we bend our knees when we lie on our sides without thinking about it, you bend your knees because now you've got a more stable ground. And then what do you do with your left arm? Let your left arm rest somewhere in front of you. Just hang it on the floor. Don't stand your hand, but just hang it. And now, um, I mean in front of you, but uh, just don't plant your hand on the floor. Your hand will touch the floor. That's fine. Um, now like this, you might feel like you're not really falling anymore, but can you, uh, let's, let's use uh, maybe a bit of an image to help us find how gravity is pulling. Imagine that, bring your, I, I misled everybody, bring your left arm in front of you on the floor and maybe your hand will be a little bit planted, maybe it won't, that's fine, but just so your arm hangs in front of you. And your arm hanging in front of you is going to be just a little subtle weight that draws you down towards the floor and listen to that subtle weight and let go of what's resisting it, but very slowly so that you feel almost as though somebody's taking your elbow and pulling it very gently, lightly towards the floor. It's not a person, it's gravity that's doing it. So you need to have your hand a little bit somehow out of the way so it's not planted to stop you from coming forward. Your hand will just kind of melt into the floor, your elbow will melt into the floor. Your shoulder melts forward. And just so now, it's like the same fall you were just doing, but it's much more gradual. You feel more gradual. It might not be reversible. It might still feel like it would take a whole different level of effort to turn it around and come back. But it's, uh, it's still uh, much more gradual than what you experienced when your legs were straight. And it can be very surprising where it is somewhere in the neck or the chin or the jaw or somewhere in the hip joints or the low back or even the knees or the feet. Somewhere where just very subtly we're doing something to keep ourselves from falling forwards with the weight of that arm that's hanging forwards. And as you just, you can use an image like that you're melting or that somebody's gently tugging on that elbow down in the direction that gravity would take it. For you to feel bit by bit all of that, whatever subtle thing you're doing to keep yourself balanced on your side, melting away. 
so that you gradually roll forwards. And your lower legs sort of do whatever they do. They might unfold at some point or your hip might unbend at some point, whatever happens. And then next time you're on your side, take your left arm behind you and hang your left arm behind you. And now the same idea going backwards. Now the weight of your arm is hanging behind you. And how would you melt into a very slow fall going backwards if you gradually just... uh, Let yourself go with gravity, pulling that arm back behind you, subtly just the weight of your arm. And here, might not be working, you might not be folding backwards, and what is it that your uh, nervous system subconsciously is doing to help you here? It might be protecting your head, so if you've got cushion behind you, not just in front of you, gravity might, you might be willing to let gravity take yourself backwards. Your legs will start to unfold at some point. They'll extend. And just feel this going backwards. What's, where are you stopping the weight of that arm from rolling you backwards? And gradually, bit by bit, let go of whatever you find you're doing that's stopping you from giving in to that little pull of gravity going backwards. And the next time you're on your back, you can just stay there and take a rest. And compare how your left and right sides feel.
And then come and roll on your left side. Lie on your left side. And just hanging your right arm in front of you. Let the weight of your right arm in front of you slowly drag you forwards. Let gravity let gravity show you what you're doing to keep yourself from falling forwards. And bit by bit, you just let go of it in your shoulder, in your back, your hips, your neck, your jaw, wherever it is. So you gradually let gravity take over and roll you forwards, forwards. And then hang your right arm behind you. And let gravity go to work in that direction. So your elbow and your shoulder slowly start to fall towards the floor. And it's like a teacher here, it shows you where you're working to keep yourself balanced. Even for babies, when babies are developing this, lying on their sides, rolling onto their sides and back and forth on their sides is their first taste of balance and gravity. It's great. It's a very safe kind of place to be for falling so close to the floor. eyes have anything to do with it? Do your eyes being fixed keep you from falling? And the next time, again, you roll onto your back, you can just stay on your back, stretch out your arms and legs and rest.
Now, if we're going to fall anywhere lying on our backs, this is going to be... Uh, uh, we're going to have to contrive this a little bit. It's not obvious how we're going to fall from lying on our backs. Bring your legs over your chest. Open your knees out to the side. And take hold of, you can take hold of the outside edge of your foot by reaching through between your legs, or you can take hold of the top of your socks or your ankles or your pant legs. And actually take hold, um, do it so you're not feeling like restricted or like it's interfering with your breathing. I was doing it with my socks earlier when I was working on this lesson. You can hold on to your socks. You can uh, just give yourself a little bit of breathing room here, ankles. And begin to lift both your feet a little bit towards the ceiling. Lift them towards the ceiling and bring them down again. Just feel what it's like to unfold your knees a little. Unfold them. Okay, and then begin to take your right knee slowly towards the floor to the right. Open your hip, take your right knee to the floor towards the right. This is where you may have more room to do it if you hold on to your pant legs or your socks. So you're not straining to hold on to your feet. And at some point, does the weight of your right leg going to the right make you fall to the right? Just keep going until you fall to the right. Unless you have super open hip joints or your whole leg can just go to the right, which is not too likely. Your pelvis will start to roll and your back will start to... Getting back. Now, is the, was this reversible? Yeah. This is what not reversible means. So... How do you get back? Do you have any choices for going back? Use your left leg now. Lift it towards the ceiling and its weight starts to roll you back and then your right leg can come along. Just try that a few times and see if just by repetition you can make it a little more reversible just by doing it easier each time. Making it more gradual, not forgetting to...
do it as you take your right leg other direction. Turn your head to look to the left. Turn your face to look to the left as you let that roll to the right. And then as you come back onto your back, as you lift your left knee back towards the ceiling, you can turn your face to look back towards the ceiling and see if that... Yeah, so as you go to the... If you overshoot it, you'll end up looking to your right, but start looking to your left. And see if that almost counterbalance of your head makes this reversible for longer, even reversible to the point where coming back from lying half on your side um, no longer is mysterious. Makes more of the rolling control. And then you can leave that and stretch out your legs and take a rest. Prepare how your left and right sides feel. And then again, bring your legs up over your chest. Take hold of your pant legs or your socks or your ankles or your outside border of your foot, wherever you still have some breathing room. And now open your left knee out to the side and just feel opening your left knee out to the side. Feel gravity taking over, beginning to roll your pelvis. And where's the point where you fall towards your left side? And how do you turn around and come back? You let your head go along, let your face turn left as you fall left. And can you use your head turning to help you roll back onto your back? Start with just let your face go along with your knee to fall to the left. And then see what happens if you let your head sort of be a counterweight, like going in the opposite direction as your left knee opens and you roll to your left, turn your face to look right. 
And as you roll back towards your back, bring your face back towards the ceiling, maybe even a little to your left. And see if that makes more of the, of the, might not even be falling now, of the rolling into a gradual, a gradual movement where you maintain your freedom, where you could change your mind at some point and turn around and come back. And then leave that and stretch up and take a rest. And now let's see if we can find what resources are there in between the head and the legs. What resources are there to give us a little bit of refinement of control in how we're using, say, the hips and the back. And that's going to let this process of falling from our backs onto our sides become even more gradual and reversible. So bend your right leg and stand your right foot and bring your left leg up over your chest and with your left hand take hold again of pant leg or the, uh, or the, uh, yeah, or your sock from the inside so your knees on the outside and begin to lift your foot towards the ceiling just a few times lift your foot towards the ceiling unfolding your knee And as you do that, where does your knee go? So you're not really stretching. It's not about stretching hamstrings or anything. It's not about a stretch sensation. It's just an easy unfolding. How easily can you unfold your leg? And where does your knee go as you unfold your leg? It's really kind of... In broad strokes, there's two possibilities here. You can just unfold your knee, and then your foot will open a little bit to the side. And that's one possibility. So try that a few times, just like your knee stays still in space. You're just unfolding your knee, and the result is your foot will actually open a little bit out to the side. But then now, maybe even with your eyes open, this will help you get this idea. Unfold your foot, your legs, so that you're pushing your foot straight up towards the ceiling. And now your knee's going to go somewhere a little different. Your knee's going to turn in a little bit as you extend your foot towards the ceiling. As you take it, it's like driving a straight line. Even think of taking your heel. It's like you're pushing your heel towards the ceiling. 
and let go of that push as you let go so your ankle um, goes slack as you fold your knee again your ankle becomes does whatever hangs in gravity but as you extend your knee you're really like thinking that you're driving your heel towards the ceiling and feel how your knee turns in and your pelvis your hip joint turns in a little with your knee turning in so your knee almost turns in like it's going to come under your elbow and maybe your pelvis rolls a little bit on the ground maybe your pelvis shifts maybe your back starts to feel it's got something to do with this movement see that goes and a couple of times put your right hand behind your head so that a couple of times as you're lifting that foot towards the ceiling as you're sort of driving the heel towards the ceiling and your knee turns inwards you lift your head from the ground and you might feel it can be a very strong connection you lift your head from the ground and it's like your leg is that much more freed magically to uh, unfold easily extend towards the ceiling knee to pass a little under your elbow and then open again to the side as you fold great okay and leave that and stretch out take a rest And then again, stand your right leg. Bring your left foot up over your chest. Hold on to your pant leg or your sock or your ankle. And now open the knee out to the side even farther. You're not taking your knee just straight to the side, but opening your knee out to the side even farther and letting that begin to draw your weight. Now this won't roll you all the way onto your side because your right foot is standing. That's all right. So just a little bit, let that weight come. And then as you come back, to lie on your back lengthen your right leg towards the ceiling and let your left leg sorry towards the ceiling and let your knee turn inwards and come almost under your elbow so you're similar to the movement you were doing rolling to your side earlier but now you're really deliberately taking your knee feel the arc of the knee that you're drawing so your knee leads the way towards the floor and then when you extend your foot to the ceiling your knee turns to the inside so there's a real arc that your leg is drawing your knee is drawing as you go partway to your side and back to your back and a turn in and out in your hip joint and feel that and feel what your low back does and where your head is interested to go you might tip a little bit to the side but just whatever gravity does with you but don't necessarily try to go all the way 
and then leave that, bring your leg down, stretch out, and take a rest. And then stand your left leg and bring your right leg up over your chest. Take hold with your right hand of your pant leg or your sock or your foot. And lift that foot towards the ceiling. And just feel how easily your leg unfolds on this side. It can be very different one side to the other. How easily your leg unfolds. And already do you have a little feeling of that idea of your knee turning to the inside as you extend your leg. And without any particular strain, give yourself a little bit the idea that that's your heel pushing straight up towards the ceiling. It's like you're drawing a direct line up to the ceiling with your heel, which then actually creates a little arc or a spiral with your knee and a turn in your hip joint. Maybe your pelvis moves a little, maybe your low back has something to say about this, takes part. And every time you come down, take your knee open a little bit wider to the side. And turn this into a larger, larger arc of the knee. And your left foot stable on the ground, but maybe your pelvis begins to roll a little. And let that happen. Let the weight of gravity, as you take your knee to the outside like that, let the weight of gravity begin to roll your pelvis. Or like that experience lying on your side and rolling on your back, notice where you're stopping that from happening. If the weight of your knee going to the outside isn't rolling your pelvis, it's probably something, whether you know it or not, something you're doing somewhere in the opposite hip joint, your abdomen, maybe in the shoulder. And then leave that and stretch out and take a rest.
Okay, and then bend both your knees, bring both your legs up over your chest. Take hold between your legs of both ankles or socks or pant legs. And begin now. Now there's two ways we could, uh, in this gradually slower and more controlled way, roll to our sides. And let's try opening the left leg while taking the left knee towards the floor. So start taking your left knee towards the floor and opening your left knee so your leg gets longer. Very thing, interesting thing about your leg getting longer here is that it makes it heavier. And maybe that weight begins to slowly roll and, oh, that's good. See, this is what is, this is uh, the physics of turning, which dancers all know very well. Taking the weight away from you, you've created it. You've made this limb heavier. It's going to have more. It's like a longer lever. It's got more uh, weight to further away from your center of mass, so it's going to help you fall to the floor, to the side. but less reversibly, probably a little uh, puzzle for you to figure out how to turn that into something that brings you back. Yeah, bend your leg again to come back. And try that going to the other side, extend your right leg. Extend your right knee, take your right knee towards the floor and the side with that longer weight, further away from your center of gravity. It gives more leverage to pull you to the side. And then if you want to overcome it, if you bring it back towards the center, it's like it's lighter to carry back onto your back. So once you're on your side, if you fold that leg again, then much less uh, weight to fight against to come back onto your back. And then leave that and stretch out and take a rest. And then bring your legs up over your chest again. Take hold of both ankles or pant legs or socks from between your knees. Now let's try a different combination. So at one and the same time, what you're going to do, open your left 
leg towards the floor to the left at the same time that you extend your right leg so you keep your left knee bent but extend your right knee that idea of driving your foot towards the ceiling and just go as far as you go and feel like you're not going to fall and then turn around and come back so only go as far as you go without falling and then turn around and go back just try this many times to open your left knee towards the floor extend your right knee and push your right heel towards the ceiling turning your knee under your elbow at the same time that you open your left knee towards the floor but not unbending it and then come back to the center both knees bent holding your pant leg or sock yeah and gradually play with that coordination So you feel the one knee turning out, staying bent, turning out towards the floor, the other knee extending, turning in, heel towards the ceiling, and then all coming back together in front of you as you lie on your back. And turn your head with that. And then turn your head against that. Turn your head in the opposite direction. Keep looking over your shoulder while you're doing it. And then use your eyes to actually look towards that spot on the ceiling that your heel is reaching towards. And leave that and stretch out. Take a rest. And then bring both knees up over your chest again. Holding on to your pant legs or your socks. And now open your right knee towards the floor and extend your left heel towards the ceiling at the same time. Turning the one hip out and the one knee in. And then coming back to the center, everything back to the starting place. So it's the push to the ceiling with the heel is rolling you to the side as much as opening your knee and the weight of your 
right knee does and let your feet be relaxed and your hands, your jaw. Don't hold your breath. Let your face turn with it. Gradually, bit by bit, more reversibly and in a more controlled way. You roll towards your side and then back towards your back. Onto your back. And start to go from side to side. So alternately you extend one heel towards the ceiling, rolling that hip in, rolling your pelvis. Your back follows and then the other, as it folds, the other knee extends, turns under, and you roll to the other side. And leave that and stretch out, take a rest. Try one more time with two different ideas. Compare two different ideas. So bring both your knees over your chest again. Hold both your ankles or your pant legs or your socks. And this time, um, begin to open one knee to the side and let that weight begin to roll you to your side. And when you feel that start to happen, then start to lengthen the knee towards the ceiling, the knee of the other foot towards the ceiling. So it's like you begin the falling and then that lengthening and that line of taking your foot towards the ceiling is like your balance or your break or your control on the knee falling open to the side. And then you bring everything back. Fold. The long leg, take that knee to the outside, that brings you back. So it's a change of emphasis. A moment ago you were doing the movement, driving it from pushing your heel towards the ceiling. Now you're more active with the other leg, the leg that folds and opens to the side. It's the weight of that leg that begins your rolling. And you extend the other leg at the moment 
and where you need it and you're using it to control the roll to the side. So your legs are kind of alternating, which is leading the movement and which is following and helping. point. You're somewhere around where you almost could start to fall, but your left leg is going to help you not fall, or your leg that you're extending to the ceiling is going to help you not fall. And not just alone, it's going to help you by what it does with your back, your abdomen, your pelvis. Go from side to side, playing with that point, where you can turn the falling into something controlled. Okay, and then leave that and stretch out your legs. And feel if the floor doesn't feel every bit as secure as it did earlier. If not more secure, even though you've just learned that there's all sorts of ways you could fall simply lying on the floor. You might not have noticed before. Feel how your back makes contact now, your shoulders. ready in your own time you can roll to your sides and come up to sit come up to stand and back in this much more precarious relationship to gravity on your feet feel how secure you feel walking <laughs>